Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Yes, sir. Anyway, Shock Monkey Radio, I'm here. I'm the madman, lowercase. And uh, on the boards, we got the ever-loving Hill Hippie. Ever-loving. Oh, wait, does that mean everybody loves me? Absolutely. Nobody loves me. And Absolutely. they're like, everybody, everybody loves every time he's here, we have to put up with stupid shit. I'm trying to put stuff in the mailbag, but nobody asked me anything. They're just looking for your phone number. Oh. Yeah, everyone who emails me at madman at fxbgpr.com, all they're just, they're just, tell me more about the Hill Hippie. Give me his real name, <laughs> his phone number. That's what everyone's looking for. Dudes or chicks? It's hard to tell with some of these usernames these days, you know? Yeah, fair enough. There are a lot of gender-neutral usernames, so... <laughs> I think they do that on purpose. I don't know. Well... For catfishing, I suppose. I guess. Uh, just always remember, avoid the swamp thing. The swamp thing? Yeah. Okay. That's how you catch something Ajax won't take off. Ajax? Yep. Gross. You've never heard that phrase? No. Oh, Is that a West Virginia thing? It may be. That's where I heard it the first time, was my... My buddy's dad said that to him and I one night we were getting ready to go out and, uh, you know, be teenagers and party. Of course. He's like, well, boys, remember, if you find yourself some fun, wrap it up. Otherwise, you might catch something Ajax won't take off. I got you. That's a good one. That's a good one. It stuck with me. Yeah, absolutely. It would stick with me, too. (laughs) Anyway, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend there, Hill Hippie? Uh, uh, It wasn't bad at all, man. I watched some videos that made me a little nostalgic for my magic gathering playing days oh really yeah oh man fucking love that game i never got into it and then i started watching some videos for a format of magic that i've never played before that really got my fucking engine running oh like you wanted to play it oh i want to try this new format because it's the way you build your decks is different the way the game mechanics work is slightly different it's uh like your standard uh, games of magic, you have about 60 cards in your deck. You can have uh, like four of uh, only a maximum of four of any one card, not counting your lands. And they usually have like combos and mechanics that work off of each other. This uh, commander format, it's usually a deck of 100. You can only have one of any card in there, not counting your lands. But the way that they gear these things to work, like you pull out these cards and they create these synergy engines to pull out mana or card tricks. Just, I was watching these videos and these guys were pulling like eight or nine moves in one turn. And it's just like, holy shit. So these decks are like, they're, uh, they're geared to interact with each other and so forth. All these cards that are geared to interact with each other. Yeah. It made me feel like the way that I played and I've had some pretty interesting decks that can do some decent stuff. It made me feel like, I was still sitting at the kids' table after watching this. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got to try this. Well, there's a lot of these videos out there on YouTube. I'm looking at the Magic We Gathered. People love this game, apparently. Oh, it's fucking fun, man. I play, play, played it a couple times, but I couldn't get into it. Um, uh, I did the Star Wars customizable card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original one done by De- Decipher. And uh, they had, I don't know, just way more rules. You know, way more stuff going on on cards, and it was just a completely different system. And it was, it's the only reason I still play it is because it's uh, I memorized the rules, and they're very complicated rules. And so, uh, it's like I don't know if you ever played like the Star Trek strategy game came with a book like this thick. No, I've never and it was written that. like a fucking Starfleet manual. Oh God, yeah, it was horrible. It was impossible. I mean, I tried to learn how to play that game, and I'm just like, no, no, no. Magic the Gathering, though, was fairly simplistic in how it worked. And I think that that was the a kind of, I think that's why it was so popular is because it was fairly simplistic in, in, in comparison to other customizable card games at the time. Right. And now, mind you, the, some of the newer mechanics that have come out can create some, that's really, what it sounds like. it was, some really interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Like one of my favorite decks I had was one that was called, a, I called it the Flicker deck. Flicker? Flicker. It was a mechanic that allowed you to exile a permanent you controlled uh, exile it from the battlefield, then return it to the battlefield. So, 
let's say I've got a creature on the battlefield that I really need to keep there. You aim a lightning bolt at it. Right. I flicker it out of existence. So your lightning bolt fizzles because there's nothing there, then it returns. Right. right. And if it's got uh, leave the battlefield effects or enter the battlefield effects, it triggers off the flicker. Uh, I bet those cards pissed off a bunch of people. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that and my werewolves deck was one of my favorites. Werewolves, different like uh, items to wear? No, werewolves. Werewolves. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a tricky mechanic because they were two-sided cards and you had to be careful of the number of the spells that you cast. I got you. But I had some spells in there that would, that would piss people off because they would come in for a big sweep. I would take all of my werewolves and attack them at their one big creature, then cast a spell that would make any damage that was not done by werewolves, null and void. So they're, they're trying to take me out. Right. Shit just ain't working. That and the fact that you can customize the deck and do make it play the way you want it, I think that was the most interesting aspect of the game for me. Absolutely. Well, any of those customizable card games, that's that's what it, what it was, is to have your own personal deck that you played with or, you know, your own... I got this... I got this good deck that's guaranteed to win no matter what. <laughs> I love it because guys will sit there. They'll try to come up with one. And then some guy will come to a group of Magic the Gathering players or any kind of card game players. And they come in there and they beat everybody with this deck. And you know everyone's going home that night to make a deck to beat that deck. So yep, that, that's what I love about those customizable card games is because you can do that. That was what I called my infected deck. Yeah. If I pulled that deck out, people were like, dude, I'm not playing it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hate it. Then somebody came up with a deck to beat it. Then I would go home and I would alter that deck alter slightly. That deck, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a never ending process. Anyway. So you magic the gathering videos for you, I guess. Yeah. And nostalgia and memories and Absolutely. want and desire. Well, thanks for sharing them with me because I had a couple of memories as well. well there Thank you, you go. Appreciate it. There's a little, little bonus for you. Magic the gathering fans out there. <laughs> what was my weekend? Like, uh, you know, it was just, uh, Riding in my air-conditioned bubble, yelling at people. I am so glad that the, um, when all my windows are up and the doors are closed, it, there's excellent um, sound insulation inside my car mm -hmm. because I was screaming so much. And I tell you one thing. I don't know if it's the heat on the summer or something like that, but it just makes people really, really stupid out there on the road. So, uh, Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm yelling at people all the time. And then there's people who are yelling at each other inside cars, but they don't and they don't care or realize that their windows are down or something like that. You come to an intersection, there's some couple fighting in the car next to you, and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Typically not. I, just, I think it's the heat. Yeah. Makes people a little nutty, a little crazy, a little angry. Of course, my personal favorite is seeing that uh, that one person or, uh, person or a couple of people that are sitting in the car just jamming out just fucking getting I, it i actually like that i actually like coming up behind like somebody in an intersection or something like that and everyone's like dancing to this tune and then yeah yep. by all means perfect time to do it when you're stopped at a red light yeah absolutely especially if they're the type of people who just really get into it and they're throwing their head to the left or the right and they're turning their head and it's like yeah thank you for doing that at the stop sign because when you're driving please like limit your moves to ones that don't take your eyes off the road because let's be honest about what's in the car you got you got a, a, a mode of transportation. You got a stereo. You got a computer. You got a, a air conditioner. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a rolling house. Yeah. With little, uh, sometimes with little leg room. Yeah, a, a roll, a rolling house you just moved into, and all you set up is your stereo. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what your card is. Card well, is. it depends. Like uh, <laughs> when we had uh, me and the first wife had the van. It had a full uh, audio video setup, including Xbox. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I know people are doing that too. They're putting playing Xbox. Just hopefully not as driving while you're driving. Well, please don't do that. The way the uh, the video was set up, it was set up in between the driver and the passenger seat, to where even if you were leaning way back, you you couldn't see the screen. That's good. You had to be in the rear seat, uh, rear section part of, of seats. the cabin. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Just, seems a little crazy. Seems a little crazy. Anyway, so I want to go into my first topic. I mean, I know you probably hate this political talk, uh, but I do have something to say on this topic. You know, we we as taxpayers pay trillions of dollars to our government in taxes. 
we basically hand over our credit cards to our government on a regular basis, even though they have already gone out on over the credit limit on every single card. Let's be honest. All right. And what do we get for our money? We get idiots in Washington trolling each other on Twitter. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good bellicose thread on social media where two idiots are ripping each into each other. And that's all well and good for, you know, two nobody strangers on the Internet. But these are our representatives. All right. And apparently all they do is social media bullshit. Our political narrative could be about how Trump ended asylum for Central Americans coming to our borders, which is a very meaty and relevant topic in today's political climate. And yet we just get coverage of some mean thing Trump tweeted and the various responses to it. If this is what our representatives are doing with our tax dollars, we really need to rethink the nature and the size of our government. Now, I don't just I don't just think that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez shouldn't be a representative because she's the dumbest person in the world and about as useful as the K in the word knife, <laughs> but because I think we don't need anything more than a Senate. Now, I know this is a controversial thought. All right. The now, life of the wife is ended by the knife. <laughs> Now, I'm not trying to line myself on one side or another on this, but come on, you you, you know where I, where I stand on all this. Yeah, okay. anybody who's listened to the show knows yeah, exactly where so. you fall. Maybe we got one new listener right now who's like, oh, no, what what are your political leadings? I'm anxious to learn. No, said nobody ever. Um, <laughs> ever. Yeah, but all of us need to be concerned about how much time our politicians are wasting on the internet at work. I got fired 15 years ago for spending too much time on message boards at work. All right. That was in message boards are what Twitter was before there was Twitter. Right. Okay. So should not the same rules apply to them? I'm not just, it's not just me being bitter about being fired. All right. Or do these representatives really think that their job is to, is more like an Instagram model or a social media influencer? That's my question to them. We need to get rid of the house. Anyway. Yes. Do your job. Quit playing around on Twitter. That goes for you too, Mr. President. Yes. You definitely need a Twitter handler. Somebody to show you to shut the fuck see, up. See, if I were the president of the United States, if I were POTUS, I would only be tweeting benign, banal bullshit about someplace I'm at. All right, if I were Trump and I like came through Fredericksburg, I'd be I, my tweets would be like, "So I've ch- I got a couple hours for this meeting, and so I sent a Secret Service agent over to Carl's. It wasn't too melty when he got back. Hope you don't mind. I did that on the taxpayer dime. Winky face. <laughs> Something that's not relevant. Something to be like, I'm gonna unfollow this bullshit. <laughs> Mid New York tonight. I'm definitely getting a raised pizza. Smiley face. You know, <laughs> the slices at Bandy's are so big, bigger than anything. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be posting like work shit on my Twitter account. Maybe it's just because I was in the military and had a security clearance and know about information security and and don't most companies strategy frown upon that? Yeah, exactly. People at your job, ladies and gentlemen. At your job, if you spend too much time tweeting, if you spend too much time on Instagram, like some of our representatives, elected representatives, you're going to get fired. I got fired for message boards. Even if you post about your job off of job hours, they can still let you go That's for that. That's what I mean. These representatives are only, only tweeting about their job. Same with you, Mr. President. That's because I'm a representative he- and I am... Everything about my position. I never take a moment off. I even just, when I'm sleeping, I'm thinking even, about work. I don't even think that even President Tr- Trump has tweeted like three in the morning. I fucking love pickles. I mean, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like he's wandering down. He's in his underwear and he wanders into the kitchen. And he's just eating pickles. and He's got his phone with him. He's like, I fucking love pickles. <laughs> Thank you, Ben and Jerry's. Fish food is the greatest thing ever. And I think that that's the point of Twitter. That's all you need to use Twitter for. Fucking pickles. It's just hashtag pickles. I fucking love them. Hashtag pickles. <laughs> hashtag I love pickles. Anyway, that's, that's pretty Or would much that be hashtag presidential pickles? Hashtag presidential pickles. 
what else did I want to rant about? Oh, there's another thing. This has got to stop. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that shit has got to stop. You people who are doing that, you're clipping my ears. Just like what I did to the soundboard in here. Is it smoking? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> this has got to stop. You can't add weight to your hollow words by clapping. If you clap all you're talking, it just proves your brain is off. Have you ever heard someone say something... You can still mess with my mic? A little bit. Why? Trying to find the right sweet spot because I didn't find I didn't see where it was at. I just turned it down. All right. Where was I? Have you ever heard somebody say something without clapping and been like, damn, that was profound? You know, it's pretty amazing. I wish you'd have clapped. It's pretty amazing what you can do with words without clapping. When you clap like that, all you do is prove how stupid you are. And what a rudimentary grasp you have of the English language. So no one told you life was going to be this way. Proper use of clapping. Private eyes. They're watching you. How hard is that? How hard is that? I mean, it's, I know it's easy to learn, but it's a lifetime to master. I was hoping this was going to be my clip for YouTube, but okay. So, uh. Yeah, quit clapping while you're talking. That's ridiculous. I got a little section here for Hill Hippie's Garden. Well, because you're in such a political mind. Flip, flip a camera to you? I will shortly. Just to you, just to you, just to you. Oh, man, man's got to pee. Have you heard about the, uh, the concept of... Some lawmakers are seeking to rescind the medals of honors from soldiers from the uh, Wounded Knee Massacre. Uh, yeah, I think I have heard that. Continue, please, Hill Hippie. Three House members are calling for Congress to posthumously rescind medals of honor awarded to 20 U.S. soldiers who participated in the 1890 Wounded Knee Massacre where an estimated 250 Native Americans, mostly women and children, were killed. Representative Paul Cook, a Republican from California, and Democrats Denny Heck of Washington and Deb Holland. I don't know if that's how I pronounced it, and if I, if I mispronounced it, tough shit, of New Mexico, introduced the Remove the Stain Bill Tuesday to strip the soldiers of America's highest military award. Uh, number one, your bill is poorly named because remove the stain uh, remove the stain sounds like you had a really bad saturday night possibly it bothers me as a professional military person and as a historian with not only the massacre and the slaughter and with everything that happened to a group of people but basically to perpetuate a lie that is associated with the highest award we have for valor said cook a decorated marine veteran of the vietnam war according to the washington times now that's all who's around to complain, isn't it? I guess so. You have any Civil War vets? <laughs> any wounded knee veterans out there complaining? Uh, no, I don't think that's a case. No, I don't think there's any of them. Uh, Halad, a again, if I mispronounce that name, I don't care said that the uh, trauma of wounded knee runs deep among uh, the descendants of the victims. I know that so many things are long overdue for native people in this country. She said at a news conference to introduce the bill flanked by cook heck and native American activists. She said the le legislation is a marker and shows that our country is finally on its way to recognizing the atrocities committed against our native communities. The paper reported more than 30 soldiers died at wounded knee. In addition to the hundreds of native Americans who were killed. Lakota. I'm sorry? Lakota. Oh. The, the tribe. Sorry. Cool. You made me think I mispronounced, uh, mispronounced something. I was like, I don't even think I said a word close to that. I thought you didn't care. Oh, I, <laughs> just about her name. <laughs> I thought, thought it was a name. Yeah. Yeah, because some names are just ridiculously difficult to pronounce, and I'm not wasting that much time. I'm just trying to get the story out there. So what do you think about this, Mr. Madman, and your political rants you've been on today? You know, it's... There's no point 
of taking it away uh, any any more than it's a point to give it. I just think that anybody who joins the military, they don't do it for medals. I think that nobody's around to complain, and so that's why people think it's okay. There's no wounded knee veterans, like I said, that are going to complain about this. Mm. You know, just as there's no confederacy in the United States, and people are like, we're going to change, you know, Route One from uh, Lee Highway to something Jefferson Davis Highway to something else mm-hmm. because it's offensive. You know what? Jefferson Davis isn't around anymore. There's no confederacy to bitch about it, so they think they can get away with it. But you got to remember, there was a time when people got medals of honor for killing Indians. We have to remember that. Yeah. Whether it was right or wrong, we have you can't whitewash your history just because uh, the way we were 100, 200 years ago was a little bit different than it was than it is today. A little bit. A lot different. It's so much better. All right. It's you get s- shot in the leg in the army these days. You may be able to keep the leg. <laughs> True that. And you really don't have to worry about gangrene. No. Penicillin's the shit. You know? Thank you, fungus. <laughs> Take them away if you want. It doesn't change. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change the true history. No. People are going to remember the way it was. I hope a lot of these kids, I don't, they don't study history or anything like that. That's what AOC should be doing instead of Instagramming and shit like that. It's studying fucking history. Yeah, because yeah, that's more, your job. The, I do it as a hobby. The more we sweep this shit underneath the rug, the more likely it is to reoccur. It's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it kind of is happening again. If you want to argue about that, go ahead. Uh, white people bad. That's basic general general sentiment sentiment these days. Okay. Yeah, it's the only race you can really make fun of. It's the only race you can really uh, change the gender of or the. Skin color of in our media, you know, Mulan has to be a Polynesian woman, right? Is that, I've never seen Mulan. Is that a Polynesian story? No, it's Asian. Asian? Okay. I think Chinese, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I don't know. You have to be of that specific race to play that character. My daughter was relatively small the last time I watched that movie. Hmm. That's got to be the best thing about when they get older. They don't want to watch that shit anymore, right? Uh, that's not entirely true. <laughs> You're right. I still watch Aladdin every now and then. <laughs> so just don't watch the new one, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like people are upset about like Will Smith playing the genie. I mean, it's possible that he could be of African descent. But let's be honest. Probably Middle Eastern. The legend of the jinn is very Middle Eastern. Right. So he's probably Middle Eastern. The jinn probably is. And all the characters, they got to be Middle Eastern. I mean, I guess the cartoon, they they covered all that, I guess. Except, you know, Robin Williams, white guy, white guy for the voice. So, I mean, I, just, I don't see the point in trying to white, uh, erase the white. From the movies. Like James Bond. The new James Bond is apparently going to be... The 007 movie, I should say. Is going to be a black woman. Alright. And if it were a black man... And I think they were talking at some point about Indris Elba... Playing him. And I was just like, that would be so dope. Because I believe that 007 is an identity. However, I also think the name James Bond is part of that identity. That's just something I know about espionage just from stuff I picked up while wandering the hallways and classified spaces because I don't know shit about any of that but uh, an identity is kind of like the born identity it's an identity that somebody could fit into you know you could just scrape off one picture and put on another you know and so I always thought that that's why there's different actors playing James Bond and so forth and so why not if a black male wasn't playing the James Bond role but if you're 007 and so they oh we're changing it to Jane Bond or whatever you know, I think that's not the same. After all, the difference between white and black is far less than the difference between male and female. You're just talking about a difference of melanin. Right. That's about it when it comes to men. 
of any race. Just varying levels of melanin. And apparently that all matters. And apparently you have to have some to be worthwhile in our society. Anyway, that's a long way from Medal of Honor recipients not you know, getting their medals, medals stripped away. Um, if I, have, I got one medal in the military, and that was the Good Conduct Medal. And if you strip that away from me 100 years after I die, I'm not going to give a shit. <laughs> you know? And I know I'm pretty sure that every like documentary I've seen about a Medal of Honor recipient who is living, they always they always say is like I wasn't thinking about getting a Medal of Honor. I was thinking about holy shit, we're all gonna die, and I don't want to die alone. I'm gonna help these people. So right, and and it's a very human response, right? And in those kind of high pressure, crazy situations, you end up do, somebody can end up doing something crazy. You know, and like saving everybody's lives and so forth. Running in as people are shooting grenade launchers at them. Yeah. Badasses. And so, I mean, it's. But they never say is like I was just I I got done. It was like all the firing stopped. It was like, holy shit, I'm going to get a Medal of Honor for this. I know it. (laughs) Nobody's ever said that. They're just like, oh, thank God I'm alive. I need to poop. You know, Uh, more accurately, I need to wipe. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I mean, I'm certain that I'm, this is why I didn't want to join the infantry, because if I ended up like in the field in a firefight or something like that, I'm going to I know it's like as soon as the firefight's over, I'm going to have to poop. It's like I need to poop. I mean, it's like we need to secure the perimeter. It's like I'm not going to poop right now. <laughs> no, it, it, it'd be I'm running and I'm fighting and my pants are full of crap. They're going to find me because they can smell me. Yeah, that's probably more realistic. <laughs> At least that's the way it, that'd be my case as yeah. well. Let's face it, the first time a bullet whizzed past your head, just put oh. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. Code brown. Anyway. That is the true brown note. The brown note, absolutely. See, I've never been in combat. What the hell do I know about it? So. <laughs> no. <laughs> only assumptions. Yeah, there's only assumptions. Because yeah. let's face it, Medal of Honor just does not cut it for the actual experience. Yeah. Um. In, in general, I'd have to say not worth it. I got to get dressed up and go meet the president now. What a pain in the ass to receive a Medal of Honor. If you ask me, everyone pointing cameras at you, the whole world knows your name. Mm-hmm. Hell with that. I just want my bubble of anonymity. I just want my Navy Achievement Medal, and I'll be happy. I don't know. Oh, it'd be so nice to get a Navy Cross, but I can't imagine what a radio man would have to do <laughs> to get a Navy Cross. I'd have to be a radio man with, attached to a Marine unit or something like that. That's, that's the only thing I could think of, so never going to happen for me. I was lucky to get a good conduct medal. Or discover a radio signal and decipher the code, and it's a, a hidden code. Uh, that wasn't exactly my job there was a different rating that actually did that signal intelligence well uh, but did they fall under the category of radio men we no oh okay so different yeah different rating so scratch that idea both belching today (laughs) excuse me anyway um before we get into the news worth knowing uh, i gotta tell you about flashback comics flashback comics is located out of woodbridge virginia and they have tons of new comics back issues trade paperbacks toys, and statues. They are located in Woodbridge at 3112 PS Business Drive, and they're just right off Smoketown Road. Uh, They're open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. And on Sundays, they're open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tell Troy that FXPG Public Radio sent you. You have a favorite comic book character? A favorite comic book character? I'm guessing I'm guessing you're a Batman guy or maybe a uh, Swamp Thing guy, maybe. Uh, see, I've never read a Swamp Thing comic. Yeah. Never read a Batman comic. I think I've read one or two Superman comics, one or two Wolverine comics. I, I think the most com uh, the most comics of any one character I've ever read was probably Pit. Pit. Yeah. And thus, why I'm not into comics. <laughs> yeah i'm sure you could find a ton of pit comics over at flashback comics i, I bet yeah because nobody wants them i bet you go in there yeah i bet you can go in there uh and buy like all of his pit comics and he could say like i just want all the pit comics and yeah uh, troy will be like um if you give me like 20 20 30 minutes 
I'll run to a warehouse. I got like eight more long boxes full of pit comics if you want to look through them. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Just run to the storage unit. It's right down the street, man. I guarantee it. Uh, $5, you can take the lot. <laughs> I just need them gone. You like aliens? You like alien comics? I got a ton of those. Dark Horse, man. ton of aliens comics. <laughs> Probably followed by a close second of Damien Hailstorm. <laughs> See, I didn't. There's so much shit coming out in that era. That was the 90s, like mid-90s, right? Yeah. Oh, God. There's so much shit out there back then. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had that kind of comic book experience. Hey. So you're, you're my age. I thought maybe you'd, you're the kind of guy that picked up a comic book at the 7-Eleven every now and then. Uh, no. we. Uh, I grew up in the middle of uh, fucking nowhere. Right. We had a comic book store in the town I grew up in. For all of five minutes. I uh, gotcha. There was a lot of them popping <clears throat> up and dying. Yeah, yeah I, I went in and it was just a small little place. It had used to be a video store. Right, right. And went in maybe a handful of times. Maybe picked up a, an X-Men comic here or there because everyone's like, Wolverine, Wolverine's the right, shit. Yeah, Wolverine's the shit. It's like, okay, I'll give Wolverine. this a shot. It's like... Do I get the Wolverines or do I get the X-Men? Because everybody knows he's with the X-Men, supposedly. Well, yeah, the X-Men's are better. Oh, no, the Wolverine solos are better. I don't fucking know. Just give me a goddamn comic. It hurts my head. Because that takes me right back to those early 90s where everyone's like, Wolverine, X-Men, that's all everyone's talking about. Wolverine's the baddest. I love Wolverine. And I'm just like, do you guys even read Blue Beetle? You even give it a chance? How about Booster Gold? Do you even give that a chance? I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. Anyway, that's I'm that's I'm done talking about comic books. Let's get, <laughs> let's get into the news worth knowing. Check out Flashback Comics. So, all right. Um, have you heard about this uh, Storm Area 51 thing? No. We'll fill you in on that later. All right. All right. Um. Yes, yeah, so a Storm Area 51. Uh, social media media movement is getting somewhat out of hand says a ufo expert yeah so people are uh i'll I'll just read the article all right an expert on ufo said tuesday he's skeptical people will follow through other facebook pledges to storm area 51 uh facebook event page went viral over the past week as more than 1 million users responded that they will go to the top secret military installation on september 20th at 3 a.m with the creator writing they can't stop all of us quote if we naruto run we can move faster than their bullets. The event. <laughs> I'm glad somebody gets that. The event description said, referencing a Japanese comic character, no for his speed. Oh. Another one said, Let, let's see the aliens. No, this is what's in the description. So, yeah. <laughs> he can't just. Naruto, is that Naruto? Running? Naruto. Say it again. Naruto. Is that what it is? I don't know. N A R U T O? Yeah. Anyway, Nick Pope, who formerly... Is that why you're laughing? No, because I was laughing at how fucking stupid Stupid that that statement was. Uh, Yeah, anyway, Nick Pope, who formerly investigated UFOs for Britain's Ministry of Defense, said on Fox Fox and Friends First that uh, the Facebook event has gotten somewhat out of hand. Quote, they won't go, of course. I think this just shows the huge level of interest in this subject. He, uh, He said, explaining that visitors to Area 51 would be more likely to find drones and next-generation aircraft than UFOs or evidence of aliens. Okay. Uh, the social media campaign made uh, national headlines last week as it grow, grew, uh, forcing the Air Force, which runs the installation, to respond with caution UFO, enthousi- to caution UFO enthusiasts against traveling to the area. Quote, Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. The U.S. Air Force stands ready to protect America and its assets, spokesman Laura McAndrews told the Washington Post. You know what that means? You know what they just they just said? They, they said U.S. Air Force. They said American Armed Forces. They said U.S. Air Force. We are going to protect our assets. Mm-hmm. We want to remind you that we are the military and we have airplanes and other secret stuff. And guns. And We they- have more bullets than you have people coming to this event. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Pope said if that if the this is what I love. What the Pope or no. somebody last name Pope? Yeah, his last name is Pope. Oh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say they really they really got some fucking heads going yeah, if the, the Pope's getting in on this. 
Oh, it is. Let's go see what's in Area 51. <laughs> Nick Pope. That's his name. Nick Pope. Why uh, did the Pope sound like Mario? Right. Anyway, this is, this is the quote I love. Pope said that if the U.S. government did find aliens, they didn't tell us Brits, referring to his work with the British government. He said that if anything alien-related, it was ever Area 51. is probably long gone. Yeah, it's at Wright-Patterson. Uh, <laughs> since the site has uh, been so heavily connected to conspiracy theories. Uh, Area 51 is located near Groom Lake, Nevada, run by the Air Force, blah, 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 highly classified alien conspiracy theories. You, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the quote I love. If the U.S. government did find aliens, they didn't tell us Brits. You know why we didn't tell you? Brits? Because you told us. <laughs> you told us about the aliens. Okay. Well, based on the say, ages, I'm of- not saying that I worked in intelligence and know anything about this or anything like that. I'm, I'm just some guy walking through the halls over here and shit. But the Brit- Brits told us they were contacted first, <laughs> and we hated it. We were so resentful. That's why we. Uh, why, why did they like us? That's why we broke free in the revolution in the 1700s. No, this is way after all that. No. You're trying to tell me the King of England didn't already know about it? The Queen of England. This happened in like Rendlesham. I'm talking about years and years and years ago. I don't know. Unless she's... If, maybe if they're reptilian, a reptilian line. I don't know. Storm Area 51, best of luck to you. Because if, what you want to see, number one, you're probably not going to see. And number two, if they had it, don't you think they're going to zap you with their death rays? Yeah. And their uh, reverse-engineered UFOs? They're going to hit you with a gamma ray pulse? Or more accurately. Mutate all your DNA? Or more accurately, the first time people started really drawing attention to Area 51, somebody would say, well, shit, it's time to move this to another base. Makes sense to me. It's all based upon some dipshit officer in the 40s. I don't really know what's going on. Trucks and stuff. And then he changes the story the next day because somebody told him, it's like, you sounded like a dipshit. All because of that. Here's the thing for all of you uh, uh, alien conspiracy theorists out there. Take a piece of advice from the people in the world of uh, illusions and magic. If they're letting all this go on with Area 51, letting you think this about it, what is the other hand doing? That's where the sleight of hand, that's where the trickery is going on. So, yeah, take a look at Area 51 all you fucking want. It's not the direction you want to be looking at. Yeah, over the last 50 years, they relocated all the aliens to the uh, moon base anyway, so. You mean the hollow moon? Yeah. There you go. You are in the know. You did hear over here this in the hallways. You conspiracy nuts. You're so cute. (laughs) You're so cute. I love it. I just want to pinch their chubby little cheeks. Well, it's just... uh, and they don't, nobody really discussed Santa Claus the way the U.S. Air Force shot him down in 1968. And, you know, because I went to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, and that's like the in the f- first part of the, the base. Once you get past the checkpoint and stuff like that, it's a little, like, trophy room. And in there is this dis- destroyed Santa sled, no reindeer. And there's a little story about how they shot him down in 1968. And so since then, you know, they've been, like, doing the job. Mm. You, you know, that military budget that everyone's complaining about? Like, phew. That's why toilet seats cost $1,000. Yeah, I mean, basically, they nationalized Toys R Us. All right? That's what really happened, since we're talking about conspiracy bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The president went to the owner of Toys R Us. You guys are about to get huge. We got to move you to warehouses. We got to said we're going to buy it all. (laughs) We got to buy it all. Anyway, you want to hear a story about Florida Man? Florida man? Yeah. Florida As in man. superhero? You would think so because he's awful. He's in the headlines quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Florida man used a taser to fend off bystanders following a crash. Florida man was arrested Monday after police say he crashed a car and then used a taser to threaten bystanders who gathered at the accident scene. Florida Highway Patrol said the incident uh, began when Nicholas Wagner, 23, uh, ran a red light in Port Ritchie and hit a car filled with teenagers, prompting several people nearby to rush over to offer help, according to F- WFLA-TV. Uh, Wagner b- reportedly became angry and started threatening the Good Samaritans with a taser, uh, according to the police station. Uh, quote, the, the person we arrested broke out, broke out a taser, started threatening people with the taser, started chasing people with the taser, and actually dry-stunned one of the victims in the chest, <laughs> the Pasco County Sheriff's Office. 
Pasco Sheriff's Office. Spokesman Kevin Dahl said. Wagner told WFLA TV Hour, however, that the situation only deteriorated after one of the bystanders began yelling at his sister, who'd since arrived at the accident scene and whose car Wagner was trying to was sitting in trying to collect himself. So he was sitting in this chick's car. He started getting vulgar with my sister and everything, and that's when I freaked out. I had a lot of anxiety, Wagner said. I was sitting in my sister's car, and he wouldn't leave me alone. Are you confused? A little bit. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that scene. It's probably like manic, and the adrenaline was pumping. He didn't know what to do, and people were trying to calm him down. Like, sit down. Sit down and calm down, maybe. It sounds to me like he's not a superhero, but more like a villain, and I won't say an evil genius, because he's nowhere fucking close to that bar. Rich Abate, one of the people who he uh, allegedly tased, told Fox 13 News that he had, he and some of the others who had gathered uh, thought Wagner was going to leave the scene of the crash when they saw him climb into his sister's car, somebody else's car. Abate said he didn't regret getting involved. This isn't going to deter me in any way, shape, or form. As long as there's a victim out there, I think I'll do whatever I can to help. Okay. Wagner told uh, the news, apparently the news showed up, and he said he only used the taser out of self-defense. Back off, off. What? He might have hit his head. You think he might have hit his head? It's a very good possibility. You do some weird shit when you're uh, concussed hard enough. Yeah, I mean, he, and he may not have been, like, all the way out. You know? Just concussed. Not to knock you out, but concussed enough to, like, ring your bell. And, uh, yeah. Somebody answer that phone! Fucking punch drunk. Yeah. Like, These people are coming to attack me. You see in your mirror a bunch of people running up. They're coming to attack me. I'm just parked in this parking lot. Zombies! You have no idea what. <laughs> hey, it was zombie. It's, it's zombie time. I've been waiting for this. If you got and I, like, of, I don't have my bat. All I got's a stupid taser. All, all I got's a taser, and I'm shouting, "Don't you stay away from my brains!" <laughs> it was like, yeah, he really got his head scrambled. I think in that sh- in that uh, accident. Yeah. Uh. All right, my only comment to this article. Poor dumb bastard. Yeah. My only comment to this next article is uh, fucking seriously. But that, wait, wait, the previous article wasn't fucking seriously? No. What, what did <laughs> oh, I comment God. on that? Just Florida man. <laughs> Always making the headlines. But for this next article, it's fucking seriously. Here's the headline. Tom Brady campaigns for a better Madden speed rating. New England. Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is among NFL players who expressed their annoyance at some of the ratings that were released Monday in the new edition of Madden. All right. Brady received an overall rating of 96 in the Madden 20 video game. However, the game rated his speed a 60. Despite recently clocking a faster 40 yard dash time quicker than his combine time. Six time Super Bowl champion advocated on Twitter for a better rating. He posted a video of him showing how fast he could run. Brady and teammates uh, Stefan Gilmore uh, were the only Patriots players rated 90 or higher. <laughs> Isn't your legacy strong enough? You're already arguably the greatest quarterback to have played the game. Right. You've won how many Super Bowls? And you're going to bitch about a lower speed rating in a video game that gets replaced every fucking year. year. What the fuck? You've got millions of dollars, a beautiful girlfriend, wife, whatever. I don't pay that much attention to Tom Brady or anybody else. Yeah, who cares? What the fuck do you have to bitch about? (laughs) Go home and masturbate with your millions. You're fucking... Anyways, this this is the stuff he gets to bit. Hey, he has to betray. Develop a game where your speed rating is one hundred. Well, that's what I there mean. There you go. Call it Tom Brady football. <laughs> Start your own game. Yeah, program it yourself, dipshit. Because I mean, that's the whole point. Is that like there could have been a game mechanic in the logic of the software where um you got to like bump down everybody's speed a little, like every like quarterback speed a little bit. Because it makes sense because you're not running at full speed when you're looking for receivers. Right. All right. And sometimes there may be a game mechanic that needs to tweak some of the stats a little bit. So grow up. All right. I know you're good at football, but maybe you need to learn about something about programming. Oh, here's something else. Is it that he's got uh, got, given this rating of 60 and previous years he's had a higher speed rating and therefore he's it's a sign that he is now an 
aging quarterback and he doesn't like that as showing him as an aging quarterback? Well, from what I can tell is uh, that I'm not old. I'll never be old. I can play to him a hundred. Apparently the stats were based upon his combine. That's, that's what I picked up from this is like, I'm sure that, that when they make these games, they take like a specific stat. And it's like, this is what we're going to go with for the games. Right. All right. This is what Tom Brady made at the combine. And so this is the stat we're using. And just because you improve between the time that game, they took that data and the next, the time the game's stats gets released. Right. You know, what do you want to go there and tweak? Seriously? Seriously? But I've been working and I've improved my time. It should reflect it. It should be in real time. I'm Tom Brady. You must do what I say. I'm telling my coach. I mean, I understand it's NFL and everything. Well, I understand it's NFL, but I mean. Deflate the footballs. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I just pissed off every Patriot fan alive. Yeah. That's, that's cold, bro. Should have brought that up. Everyone needs to forget about anything like that. You don't even know what you're talking about. We, yeah, you shouldn't. Should never talk about stuff like that ever again. <laughs> ever again. Anyway, enough Tom Brady. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you're too rich to be whining about this kind of bullshit. No this shit. kind of petty bullshit. It's got every other thing, everything under the sun you could possibly want. And he's going to bitch about that. Well, Grow the fuck up, man. Yeah, there'd be a there'd be a day like for example. Oh, they rated they put my rate uh, my speed rating at forty percent. Huh, let me look at my what is it five six fucking Super Bowl rings and my millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't yeah. think I'm going to cry one fucking tear over that. Yeah, sorry, Tom Brady. Go get lost in your house instead, because I know you can. Oh uh, no, he pays somebody to make sure he doesn't get lost. Because he's got that type of money just to... He's got that type of fuck you money. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom Brady. Anyway. Let's go on to this next story. Uh, Tennessee police warned not to flush drugs down the toilet for fear of creating meth gators. (laughs) 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 Oh, soon to be a new cartoon on Saturday mornings. (laughs) Absolutely. That's a meme. That's a meme waiting to happen. Anyway, there's a warning coming out of the Loretta Police Department in Tennessee after investigators said they caught someone attempting to flush methamphetamines along with several other items of paraphernalia on Saturday. The department advised against disposing of drugs, including pills, via the sewage because when you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds and processing before it's sent downstream. Uh, Our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek, but they are not really prepared for meth. But in addition to birds, officials say that uh, if water is headed far enough downstream, it could create meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River down in North Alabama. Okay. Hold on. Far Here. enough down the creek. Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Let me finish this last last uh, quote here. Quote, they've, uh, they've had enough methed up animals in the past <laughs> few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call. We'll make sure they are disposed of in the proper way. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, okay. I don't want any meth gator, so here's all my meth. Can you come and destroy it and I get, you know, nothing happens to me? Sure, buddy. Come on down to the station. We got you. Seriously, we got you. But far enough... Uh, what type of fucking morons do they think they're talking to? Okay, yes, meth heads. I get it. But. Yeah. I don't need. Is a meth head even that fucking stupid? Yeah. You, you know, yes, yeah, probably. Yes, yes. To think that water flowing that far downstream is still going to be, be potent enough for the meth to Dilution. get yeah, yeah, yeah. into the gators and make them become addicted. How much fucking meth are they flushing down there? That's what I mean. It's like, I don't think this is actually anyone scared of mess gators. No. I really don't think that's the case. I think that this, that whole thing is about like, hey, be careful. There might be meth gators out there, you stupid white people out there, hillbillies doing meth. Let's yeah, be, on, let's be honest. There's a bunch of meth heads in the fucking sewers trying to capture meth gators <laughs> for pets. I'm going to go get me a meth gator. No, the, no, they won't capture them for pets. What they're going to do is turn them, turn them into gator steaks. And it's like, I get me some food and me some meth. Oh, yeah. I thought they'd be like, uh, what are they called? Comfort animals? What's this called? Support, uh, support animal. Oh, yeah. Emotional support animals. Yeah, emotional support animal. My meth gator. 
We smoke meth together. We smoke the meth together. <laughs> me and my meth, me, me meth gator, we love our meth. We used to smoke the meth together until we bit off one of my hands, so it's kind of hard for me to light the pipe and hold it. So now it's me and my my sister and wife, Billy Joe Bob Sue, who lights the pipe while I hold it and blow the smoke into the nostril of my meth gator. Very complicated process, apparently. Well, Ooh. you really got to love your meth gator in order to go through the whole thing. Yeah, I got a poop coming up. Anyway, I, poop coming I got on. two more stories here. Um, I love this story. Four kids in Australia pack SUV with fishing rods, drive 600 miles before being stopped by police. Four kids in Australia, ages 10 to 14, wrote a goodbye note before stealing a parent's SUV and heading down the country's east coast, according to the police. The four kids left Rockhampton in Queensland State uh, and headed down to Grafton in New South Wales, more than 600 miles away. Around 10.40 p.m. on Sunday, 10.40 p.m., a police officer stopped the uh, 2004 Nissan Patrol, which was reported stolen, and tried to get the children out. According to authorities, the kids refused and locked the doors, so an officer used a baton to break one of the vehicle's windows. There are seven citizens. Uh, I guess. <laughs> How about scared kids? Yeah, they're scared kids. Uh, quote, it's a long way in excess of 600 miles from Rockhampton down to Grafton. Who? Yeah. I can't imagine one person actually driving all that way in two days. Acting police inspector Darren Williams told reporters. Uh, it was not immediately clear which child or children drove the vehicle down the coast. The kids, 14-year-old boy, two 13-year-old boys, and a 10-year-old girl, uh, might have shared driving responsibilities. Please said, of course they did. You, you can't imagine driving 600 miles in two days. There's four of them. Of course I, you can I've, imagine it. I've, I've done that more than myself in one. That's at 14, at 10 years old. I'm I mean, not allowed to talk about that. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the children are suspected of failing, uh, of failing to pay for fuel at Outback, Outback gas stations in the Queensland, Queensland town of Banana and the New South Wales town of, oh. forgive me, Warialda, according to officials. Oh, so they got theft on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, kids. Yeah. Anyway, they were chased down by New South Wales town of Glen Ennis, where uh, one of the 13-year-olds was suspected driving, Williams said. Uh, there was a short pursuit up there in the highway patrol uh, and due to the age of the driver and the road conditions, it was terminated by highway patrol officers. It's like, we're going to get these kids killed. Right. Yeah. And the general duties police were involved. I guess that's like local cops. I guess. Yeah. Um, but, so they they pulled down the SWAT team and just let the uniforms officers handle it. No, it's more like the, uh, the, the state troopers let the county guys handle it. Yeah, my that's, version that's, that's my version stupid. of the story is funnier. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the 14 year old, the oldest lived in Grafton, which may have been their destinations destination, uh, banana truck stop cashier, Harry white said the SUV drove off without paying for diesel at four 35 AM on Sunday. <laughs> white who wasn't working at the time, but he watched the surveillance video of the incidents said the theft involved more than 21 gallons of diesel worth more than $105. I get, yeah. So he added, he was struck. By the short stature of the driver who didn't stand as tall as the SUV's door. <laughs> anyway, they all range from about five feet tall to five feet four inches. So the driver uh, behaved the driver behaved casually as he filled the car, then spoke to a passenger before hanging up the gas pump. He turned around to his mate or passenger in the car had a small conversation, which I assume was, Hey mate, get ready, we're getting out of here. <laughs> then he put put it in the Bowser and got I guess that's Australian. I don't get understand that. And got in his car and shut the door and took off. Put it in the Bowser. Yeah, that's a new one to me. Uh, that sounds dirty. That sounds like a Super Mario thing. Uh, yeah, you cosplay people. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, let's just go with that. That one's a safer option. Yeah, so uh, Queensland police statement said the children had taken cash with them from Rockhampton. Jeez. And one of the 13-year-olds left a note saying, uh, indicating to his family that he was leaving. Police have yet to interview the children because they cannot be questioned without a parent or guardian being present. Damn it. Williams said they will be charged, but did not list the alleged offenses. There's going to be some. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was not immediately clear how they knew each other. And drivers must be 17 to apply for a license in Queensland. So uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. 
pretty crazy. Now, in the last five minutes, I'm just going to say I have usually I like to have a happy story, but this is happy. If if it's happy, it's only because it's ridiculous and silly and I kind of get it. Uh, So anyway, people are stapling bread to trees and sharing the photos on Reddit. Anyway, so uh, residents of Sheffield, England, are the latest to become aware of a bready trend with some apparently trying to make sense of the sightings any way they can. They are on the north side of the road and on the northeast side of the trees, one local observed, according to Wales Online. Is this part of some weird new cult? The answer, while likely no, is still a mystery. However, the trend appears to be originating on Reddit's Bread Staple to Trees forum, where users are gleefully sharing photos photos of their notable breadings, oftentimes with completely extraneous explanations of the type of bread and staplers used. First breading of the day, one user who goes by the name Gatcha123454 wrote alongside the picture of his work, I'll release more as time passes, but this is Asda white fresh sliced bread with a normal stapler. Many of the users also gleefully shared their photos, photos of their Weird grain on birch, weird grain bread on birch, or whole wheat on oak, among literally hundreds of other examples. And so, yeah, if you just search for this bread staple to trees, you're going to find pictures. Uh, As for the reasoning behind the phenomenon, there seemingly isn't one. (laughs) You don't say. No doubt. Uh, Hey, guys, that's not how breadboarding works. Here's a quote from one Reddit user in a separate thread. Uh, There isn't a point to it. People do it because it's random and weird. And for the fun of doing something so ridiculous and pointless. Yes, that is 100% accurate. A bad man. You know what I have? A loaf of bread and a stapler? I have a powered crown, uh, narrow crown stapler. Nice. You think it might go right through the bread, though? Probably. Yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm sure there's like an art to picking the right stapler. Well, you can. The thing about this is you can dial down the power. Now nah, I got gotcha. you. And I've got inch and a half long staples. What a waste of bread. Anyway, um, <laughs> finally, there's the truth. Yeah. However, one participant tells Fox News there's more to it than that, but only slightly. I found a surprising amount of pride and identity in something as simple as stapling sliced bread to a worthy tree. Reddit user, the Southpaw Scrub tells Fox News. That's his username, the Southpaw Scrub. Worthy tree? Yeah. Quote, it felt good being a part of something bigger than myself, which is part of the lure of joining in the fun. I guess you could get that same effect by joining the Taliban or something, if you want to feel like a part of a group. You know, just because you, you you want to belong doesn't mean it's a good idea to get involved in that group. Yeah, ask, like, the, the people who, from, like, the David Koresh cult or the... Uh, the Jonestown. Yeah. Oh, wait, you Manson. can't. Manson, yeah. Those Manson chicks are still in love with that bitch. <laughs> I saw, like, a documentary recently. It was like, those bitches are still alive, and they're still in love with that guy. Yeah. Very sick. Very, very, very sick women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's heavy, worthy. Bro. It's heavy, bro. Uh, a worthy tree. Now they're shaming trees. Well, no, they're... When does the shaming stop? Just think about it. There's tons of people out there in the woods wandering around looking for the perfect tree to staple the perfect slice of bread to. They may be out there with like a backpack on their back with three different loaves of bread in their backpack with their phone and staples and stapler Seriously, spending their time, their free time, wandering around the woods, looking for the perfect tree to staple pumpernickel to. And, you know, any loaf of bread, you know what the best piece to uh, use to staple to a tree? The heel, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. because it's got the most structural stability. So uh, now I know what to think if I'm meandering through the woods in one of my many adventures, mushroom hunting or just Shinrin Yoku. And I see a piece of bread affixed to a tree. I'm not going to sit there for a half an hour going, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm just going to pull down the piece of bread and I'm going to eat it and walk on. Mm. How long do you think a piece of bread lasts, though, after you staple it to a tree? Depends on the weather conditions. Yeah. If it rains, it's done. Yeah. But if it's hot and dry, it'll crust up and yeah. become How like, long until a squirrel finds it, though? Uh, probably not more than an hour or two. Yeah. 
So I'd have to come along. Though there's the thing. If I find one of these pieces of bread that's still in, you know, pristine condition, my mushroom hunt is over. I'm hunting morons. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think the world's going to end. So uh, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, be sure to check me out on YouTube. Search for the Madman Lowercase. Uh, I'm sure if you just search Shock Monkey Radio on YouTube, you'll probably find my channel. Um, also, please, please, please become a patron over at Patreon.com. You'll get all of our video content that we have if you become a patron. Patreon.com slash Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, Hill Hippie has a YouTube channel as well. Search for Hill Hippie. Yep. And uh, I also have books over on Amazon. Search for the author Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. And get my Exit 13 books, get my Ravings of a Madman, and get the Bunny Years, a memoir about a superhero named Jack Rabbit. Uh, yeah, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Thank you. Uh, I'm the Madman, and I love you. And I'm the Hill Hippie. Wishing you all peace and love. And I ain't stapling no bread to no tree. Mm. Do we even have a stapler here? Narrow crown stapler. Okay, nice. What the? The equipment ain't working. There we go.